All right, here we are. What number is this for 2020? Well, what month is it? March. March, so we're, th- we're, we're probably at eight. Nine? Uh, eight, okay. nine? Good for us. Nearing the double digits? <laughs> yeah. How are you? That's pretty cool, man. Like, I'm, I'm pretty proud of this podcast. Thank you. Yeah, I've been, uh, been getting good, uh, well, mixed feedback. How much mixed feedback? This is pretty intense. I don't know if I'm ready for this, but... Well, well, <laughs> you know on? what? It's at the forefront of my mind because I posted a clip on Instagram last night and what was the comment that just triggered me so much? It was just like, oh, lefty comedians are so deep, dot, dot, dot. I know. There's nothing worse than the comment of someone who's an idiot saying something smug. You know what? It was Worst more the fact combo. that I was called a lefty comedian. That <laughs> me <more> than <laughs> oh, what? Really? Yeah, but so it wasn't the like, tone. It was just no, the, it was mean, the if, accusation. If he's saying that it, we're not deep, fine. I don't care that much. But the fact that because if you're branded a lefty comedian, you're on par with all the people on Netflix. Yeah. And I just do not yeah. want to be part of that group. And also, yeah, come you, on, you've man, made like, like a you, you've tried very hard to stay clear of that. Look at some of my old content. I mean, I'm the guy who created Modern Education, really. Yeah, that's probably the most shared right wing piece of content in the past five years. Yeah, that, that is a weird accusation, isn't it? So what is he basing that off? He's got hair that looks like he might smoke bongs every now and then. I have no idea. I think because I've I've changed a little bit in the last year, because I'm starting to call out that anti-PC warrior mentality, which I think has become, you know what, 2020 is the year that the anti-PC warrior has surpassed the social justice warrior as definitely more annoying and just worse as a person. They're just, if they're you're be- holding on to it at this point, it's like, it, it, it's, a, it's a personal flaw. They've become everything they sought to destroy. Yeah. Because the whole anti-social justice warrior movement was... Was that, okay, social justice warriors don't want to have a discussion. They just want to brand you as racist or far-right or right-wing comedian. And that's what they do now. They just call you a soy boy or a lefty comedian or a softy. Yeah. And at least if someone calls you racist, it has some semblance of... It, it just, you know, it, it, it's somewhat linked to what you... If you're talking about politics, it, it could say you have a bias towards nationalism or something. If someone calls you a soy boy, that actually has no bearing on reality economic argument whatsoever. If someone's like, oh, I, I think socialism is a good thing, and then someone was like, oh, you're a soy boy. Yeah, where's like, the link? Oh, okay, I still think socialism is a good thing. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's a really bad comeback. Yeah. I mean, that's the whole point, right? It's just like, it's dated. And I know that I think probably... we touched on this before, but like it is, it's just a, mm. the, the, the argument is stale now. Like yeah. it's gone as far as it can go. And the, they hold on to this idea that they're the alpha men and they're really not. Well, I don't know. Like, I don't what do they think... look like most of them? Dude, you know what it no, mostly look, is? It's you, just like dudes with four wheel drives. Is it? Yeah. Look, they're either bogans with four wheel drives or they're just neckbeard white dudes. Really? Studying engineering. <laughs> That's what I think. Well, because, yeah, gamers. No, because really, gamers. when you think about it, like, what... Do you think the most masculine men on the planet are spending three hours on the computer trying to destroy feminazis? Yeah. Like, it's, it's hardly masculine behaviour. Yeah, you're you know, right, t- actually. Alphas Fury, are just sitting there going through Instagram going, pretty good arse. Yeah, it. I mean, like, <laughs> the guy that just won the heavyweight boxing championship, you really think he's sitting there on YouTube trying to destroy... SJWs. No, he's he's out there like pushing his body to the limit. 
Yeah, he's actually trying actual... to destroy a human being. Exactly. That... <laughs> that's what an actual alpha male does. You think Jocko <laughs> Wilnick is out there trying to destroy socialists? Jesus. They're, just, oh, they're, they're, they're actually pissing me off more than... um. Because I think it's it a unicorn now. It doesn't exist anymore. It goes in cycles. Because, it does go in cycles. Um, I was out for a long while. Well, when I started, it was like, this guy's just a lefty making fun of Australia. Why don't you leave? And then, then it was, oh, this guy's a right-wing comedian, a, a Nazi. And now it's back to who's a lefty comedian. Why was it a Nazi again? What, what was the accusation? There is none. There's there never is none. Is. That's just, what's so infuriating about it. That's just what they say. Yeah, it, you're right. It's just full. So it's just over and over again. Huh. Nazi, communist, Nazi, communist. Yeah. Well, it's the old circle. That, that And you're right. That has been going since, what, the 1910s? So dumb. 110 years of the same yeah. argument. Yeah. Maybe with just like a few more accusations back then of just being like, ah, bully she, and a profession might be fishy cuffs. And it's kind of just changed to like, you are a soy boy. That's the big change. Yeah. The, a slight changing flavor of words. Essentially the same thing. Man, that actually scares me. I, dude, those what, things scare called, me. Just Being no, called a soy boy? No, Christ no. Like the, <laughs> and you know what else as well? I never get soy boy. I never get that accusation. Yeah, I never. the guy didn't actually say soy boy. He just said lefty comedian. But that's part of the general. <laughs> Good luck. It still hurt, Come man. on, come to the gym. See how much of a fucking soy boy I am. <laughs> <laughs> What are you challenging him to a lift off? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but th- he obviously follows me because it's on Instagram. Mm. So I, I don't, I just, it's just confusing. That kinda, well, there's a, that there is always just like a, a certain criticism. Co- yeah. Hey, you know what? Actually, mm. you know how we were going to start talking about my. Maybe we should just dive into yours because it's kind of on the same path anyway. Yeah, what sure. Was yours? Well, I wanted to talk about social media discourse, yeah, and and then maybe yeah. and then uh, potentially uh, go into a conversation about changing people's mind on social media, if that's okay. possible. Yeah, well. <laughs> also, I do need to uh, the incel podcast we did a few weeks ago. There was uh, well, that was uh, that was a bit of a controversial one. I don't know. You don't well, it always is. you don't read comments, do you? Can't do it anymore. Yeah, I, I really shouldn't. It's a habit, though. I just can't help myself. Well, everyone does, but I think that the main thing is that um, just, just always remember this point. Hmm. If you have a hundred positive comments of people going like, you're mad, you're mad, you're yeah, mad, and then the if one, one person just says like, you, dude, you it? had a hair out, you're going to be thinking about yeah. that for weeks. Yeah. And then like everybody Which can say that, like, that shit doesn't affect me. It affects everyone. It does. It definitely does. Uh, that that's a facade. If you say no, 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 I don't care what people think. Yeah, you do. You're really insecure. <laughs> but um, yeah. So the Intel podcast, and as as I have the joy, I don't know if you can see that, but it's the it's the Jordan Peterson mug I have. Um, well, Look, I got a lot of messages saying it's great that you're talking about this. Thank you for talking about this. And then I got a lot of messages saying this was really bad. You're really uneducated on this topic. So, I don't really know, I mean, this is probably one of the reasons I wanted to do this podcast, to get into these kind of uh, forays, but for most of that podcast, I I can't remember exactly, but if I do remember correctly, for the most part, I was just talking, I was, uh, I was, uh, I would name a statistic and then I would just ask questions about it more than anything else. I wasn't actually making any final 
uh, resolutions as to what we should do about incels. Well, that's my version of being the Q's I hate that accusation of do your research, especially when you can tell they haven't done any research. Yeah, Which yeah. is essentially, dude, you had obviously uh, done some research. Well, yeah. It's like, not like it you came were pulling from, these stats out of thin air. No, they came from academic papers. And look, yes, I did have a narrative going into it. One thing I will say... But though, who doesn't? Yes, I know. Everyone has their own narratives going into anything. But the statistics are just the statistics. Exactly. One thing I will say... Is I think that's just incels and and sex disparity, which is the topic we were talking about. That's just going to become more and more relevant in the coming years. I think we're just following the trends of Japan and South Korea. Yeah. So it's a conversation I I want to talk about and want to keep talking about. I do have a suspicion that if it does uh, get to a point where women can't, they don't feel like they can engage in the conversation, we just become the in the same way that now these anti-PC warriors are basically the same as the social justice warriors. We just become the incels complaining about women. Which is, which I, is what has happened already. I guess, to, <laughs> to a certain extent. We are extent. living in the future. That's <laughs> but the case. I do not want that to happen. So I know I did get a few messages uh, regarding that. And I will, uh, uh, I will strive to uh, talk about it in a way that uh, is more inclusive. It's not going to happen. As soon yeah, as you mention the word incel, it's just a hot topic. I know. You would have gotten the same thing is, when though. you put in modern education or something. As soon as you just talk about certain topics, people just go... Because mm. it, it's linked to their identity, that's mm. why. And obviously incels are the most obsessed with the topic of incels, so they click on it. Mm. But if you read it, most of those comments that are going to be abusive, I'm assuming, because I've talked about incels before on the self-help channel, and... Dude. No, but if you remember the podcast, I was actually, uh, I was saying, I was extending an olive branch and saying maybe we should have some compassion for these kind of men who... Oh, well, who was attacking you then? Uh, a, a range of people, but yeah, probably considering that the uh, the proportion of female listeners is quite small, it, it, it was probably more females. Hmm? Yeah. Why? What did they have issue with? Because I was saying maybe we should actually feel sorry for some of these men that aren't getting laid. I mean, and I did make, what a controversial point. I tried to make a clear distinction between, um, the incel versus the man who just simply can't get laid because the incel is the one who's actually very resentful towards women and has picked up this basically a woman hating ideology or just blaming, uh, women's newfound sexual agency for all their problems. But I did, I, I made a distinction there, but having said that, uh, there were some interesting uh, points that were uh, given to me, such as when I talked about I, I can't I don't know if you even remember this or not, but you know how I made it I made that sort of economic argument, but I I used sex as the the main resource. Sex disparity. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So I said that there's a huge disparity among the top few men that are uh, getting a, a really disproportionate amount of sex versus the bottom few and. There were some good points. Uh, How is it good points rage? against that? It's just like, dude, David Bowie existed. He got yeah. more puss than me. That's very this true. Is... Uh, what do you think about, because I didn't actually, I never thought of this point before, but this was the one of all the criticism I got. This one where it was one where I thought, nah, that's a fair point. If you just talk about sex in terms of the, the, the amount, the, like the quantity of sex versus the actual quality of sex, like would you rather have... I don't know, just hypothetically, good sex. <laughs> I can't believe we're starting the podcast with this question. Would you rather have like like 10 out of 10 sex once a month or 5 out of 10 sex every couple of days? 
Pavelatin. Yeah, but, you know, like, but it's different for a guy. It's different for a guy. That yeah. there's a fair. So that okay, look, I'll concede that one. That was a fair point, dude. Actually, no. What guy would? Because if you no, just have point, two five out of ten sex, you're already at ten out of ten, and then you have another one, you're at fifteen out of ten sex. Yeah, but is that how you quantify it? Don't you think that that's the, a very the, incel the way? Of <laughs> yeah, that's a very that's an autistic way of quantifying. Which yeah. I I admit that podcast was extremely autistic. Well, as soon as you mentioned in sales, I mean, welcome to the world. But the fact that I like created this elaborate um, mathematical yeah, you, you weren't doing yourself any favors. The, the whole the way I uh, sure. interpret it. No, but I still think that's a that's an interesting way to look at it. And it was. Look, honestly, I think it's just you know, it is the subject. For some reason, there's mm-hmm. just always throughout the net three or four subjects that if you press that button. You're just inviting the, I don't know, like the, the, the modern equivalent of harpies. Just like all these like screeching people with like really staunch opinions on a mm-hmm. subject that when you think about it, the grand scheme of things, it's not worth being that angry about. Oh, I mean, I maybe if you that. are one of the guys that isn't getting sex, maybe you should be angry about that. But like, yeah, if you are, like, I don't understand why you're just like, that shit, my opinion is a little bit more nuanced. Mm. I don't understand it. But I think that that's the, that's the crux of what you're getting at, though, is that there's always, and I think that when it comes to social media and there's these subjects, and this is why I hate the labels when it comes to the politics, but I think it extends to incels because I think that the way that most women think about incels is a little different to... Because when I picture... In fact, let's just do this to show, right? Like sure. We've done that before with like symbol, uh, symbols, right? What do you th- just give me your quintessential incel? But there's a I don't give me an image one, of them. I don't think of one in uh, image. There's a you variety, don't? don't you think? There's like the well, neck. Well, so there's surely like, there's know, one image that comes to mind. Oh, first. the first one would be like the neckbeard, really skinny, unattractive white guy who's in his basement, is uh, a bit autistic, but also quite intelligent, and just resents ah uh, yes resents with resents society more than just resents women yeah mm. and i think that that's because like the the media that men consume about incels they come off as sort of a a funny loser that's Do the, you think the that's vibe that to, they give off to uh women yes what do they think because if you read uh, look i i can't even remember like junkie or something like that and they talk about incels they'll oh, be talking okay. about someone who's in a high school shooting they think of someone who's yeah, threatening. Yeah, right, 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 right. Okay. So when guys think of an incel, they think of the least threatening human being on earth. Yeah. And I think that most female-oriented media is pushing the narrative that it's kind of just like a pasty terrorist that really likes the movie The Joker. There's a subgroup that probably would be like that. Yeah, of course. Hmm. But see, this is the but whole point, the right? Like one. these these terms, like it's just it, they're malleable. Yeah. Yeah, they're malleable. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that when you're talking about these subjects, ego gets involved very quickly. Yeah. And when you're talking about a subject that is particularly hot, which I think is kind of your curse, dude, and that's probably a real reason why you're a bit apprehensive to like enter these kind of topics because you seem to be able to just hit. No, I still want to talk about it. I know you still want to talk about it, but you're like 
as we were talking about in the podcast with Isaac Butterfield and me, right? Like Isaac Butterfield and I have just very combative personalities. Yeah. But you, you don't like getting in the fray. You kind of just like having a discussion it, about yeah, it. Yeah, you know? I just don't see the point. Uh, and this isn't critical of you or Isaac. I just do. You, do you think being combative changes people's mind? That actually nah. gets me to the. No. Nah. It so, does the so, exact so opposite. What, so why do it? Because I think what it does is it kind of <laughs> it bullies that type of person in a virtuous way. I think that what's happening is what you're trying to do is you're you're trying to isolate the type of person that you're saying and just being like that person sucks that is bad behavior don't be like that person and so uh-huh. you're just trying to corral a majority opinion around you that's the way that i see it uh, okay but the thing is no i can say I, I see that but you just like teasing out ideas whereas yeah. like isaac and i just like pushing our ideas on other bits. it's just a different way that it's our brains work right yeah but i think that yeah, like what I've learned as a result of doing all that. And it's obviously, you know, it's it's very rich coming from someone who has made a career out of saying, you know, constantly trying to affirm that I'm right all the time. Hmm. But I think I also understand, and purely because like it is my job and so I'm just constantly in that realm. I understand that these ideas are malleable. And I understand that these ideas are not going to... It's not going to have the same meaning that it's going to have in 10 years from now. Mm. Uh, these things are going to change. But I think what happens is that it's it's the perfect definition of that Eastern idea of ego, right? Where whatever you're attached to, whether it's an idea or a possession or a yep. personality trait, and someone just kind of pushes that button, that's yeah. when you get that kind of fiery reaction. Yeah, in the same way, if I, if I was more critical of incels, they'd probably react in that way. Because yeah, even Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Mm. But people who kind of have an understanding, they, they think that they have like a better understanding of incels than you or whatever. Like, they're going to have that reaction of that mm. of just being like, you just don't know what you're talking about. You you don't know research at all. I've read some other articles that you haven't. They're going to have that kind of response to it. Mm. So, and you know what? It is testament to you that you are able to. I don't know. I don't know how you. It's just because that's that's how your personality works. But you're constantly just trying to figure out how to deflect that tension. It's a good thing to have, but it's just like look in, in the social media world. I don't know how there's, effective this shit works it, out. Yeah. Yes, there's, I think there's a difference between being uh, agreeable to the to the point where you don't stand up for yourself, and conflict avoidant to the point where you don't get into needless conflict. That's the that's where I want to get. I want to. I want to be. I don't want to get into needless conflict because I just don't see the point. But if if it comes down to it, I'd back myself a hundred percent. Yeah. And stand up where I need to. Yeah. But so, in in like in this social media world, though, when do you yeah. think that it's like right to like take a stand? Well, my immediate response uh, to seeing certain comments on my videos is is. Is anger. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Well, everyone does. I yeah. just want to like pummel them a new one. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, cool. But I've also found that my theory is that when the creator doesn't respond to uh, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram comments, there's a distance there. It's almost as as though I'm above that. I just really don't see the point of getting into that. 
that real nitty gritty dead because it's never just one comment. You say something to them, it never ends there. Then they'll respond, mm. and then you can't look like oh, I've just said that one comment and not respond, uh, not responded anymore. I know because as soon that. as you exit, it's like got nothing to say. Exactly. I so mm. I've learned from previous instances. If you have a joke, if you have a funny put down, that's that's effective. I've done that before. But if they've said something that you think is factually incorrect in the comments, uh, I just, I, I really don't see the point. I just don't think it's effective. I think mm. if I've said what I wanted to say in the video, why, why doubly explain myself in the comments? Yeah, it's especially clear, because... It's clear, mm. and if people misunderstood it, that's on them. And that's true, mm. because... 95% of the comments that you get that are, I don't know, critical or whatever, most of them aren't even addressing the points that you said. And, and I'm sure that's what it would have been in the incel commentary. Sure. It's just like <laughs> you, you had like a slightly different take or whatever, but they would have just blown that out to the extreme and then just started saying all of these, or like assuming that you said all of these things that you didn't. I see that that happens a lot all the time. Or they just flat out aren't even addressing the point. That happens heaps. Yeah, and and this, I want to I want to get into a, a a broader discussion about social media discourse in general. I want to stick. I think I've said what I wanted to say on that incel podcast, but yeah, I think we do have very different responses on social media. I've seen you get into a few long winded arguments in your oh, Facebook yeah, I love comments. It. But that's the thing, like, I get off on that. And yeah. I've had to train myself not because I'm, like, just, like, it affects me or whatever. Like, I like arguing a lot. I have to stop doing it because, like, I waste days doing it. If there's one person that I disagree with, it's just like, all oh, right, I've, I'm just going to have to get rid of my schedule for the rest of the week. Mm. Let's start. <laughs> so, yeah, if you I'm, enjoy I'm the, the, the process of arguing, then that's more, that's more leisurely than... Uh, because uh, for me, I would I would do it if I felt like I could change someone's mind. But like I said, going back to the previous point, I don't think people's minds get changed on social media in no, general. No, not not instantaneously over a very long period of time, maybe. Well, the research shows, and you know what else? Hmm. You know what's really scary about it? If you bring out facts that disprove what someone was saying they will double down on what they were saying almost inevitably. Like everyone has exactly the same response to it. Really? Yeah. When someone is noticeably wrong, they will get more defensive about it. And that's pretty much like, that, that's that's ideally what you were hoping for, right? And like in terms of like, I don't know, I hate all these things like the argument hierarchy or whatever, but it's always just that thing of like trying to address the person's point not attacking them personally or whatever, which I don't believe, agree with. I think the best type of argument is someone some, like attacking them personally and disproving them wrong, but whatever. You know, like the, the high, you know, ancient Greek philosopher way of doing it is that. I think it's fair to attack them personally if their personality is intertwined with the argument they're making. Going back to the whole soy boy thing, if a guy is clearly not a masculine man and they're calling someone a soy boy, you can then attack them personally. Yeah, well, that because that is their argument. Yeah, but you know what's amazing? If you say that back to them, they're just like you know nine out of ten times the response will be like, "You didn't have to get so personal, dude." Did I did I press a hot button? There's yeah, it's 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 <laughs> basically people have like five or six arguments. Really, do you think that people feel like they've won if someone if someone if the creator or if anyone in a social media argument gets really angry? 
whether or not though that that angry comment is littered with facts as if that person got really angry the other person's like oh clearly i've like pushed yeah. your button so of i've course. won there yeah 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 absolutely that happens all the time i mean twitter is such a cesspool for that mm. the whole thing about twitter it seems is like never ever bring up any facts just be as snarky as possible put the clap emojis in put the clap emojis in i can't take any tweet with clap emojis seriously I can't take any tweets seriously. I've never seen ones that I thought were like, oh, yeah, mad cool. Yeah. But like, yeah, that and then like gifts from like the real housewives of Miami or whatever. There's, yeah, there seems that that is a different cesspool altogether. Twitter, Twitter, that, that is just way too far gone. You know what? Sometimes on Facebook, I've like quote unquote changed someone's mind, I guess. But again, I see the main point of it is to just kind of like corral opinion around yours like because if you just like look yeah, through the okay. comments you start realizing that someone knows more than the other person so that they, the other person like they, their points are just sh- more shallow and not thought out and that's the other reason that i do like arguing as well is because i see i like seeing if there's things that i haven't thought about yet and usually when i've done a video on something yeah. i've done i've done like you know weeks of research on it so there's usually that's usually not the case. It's probably a really good practice. It it, it, it it um reinforces your arguments and makes them stronger if you get into those sorts of social media squabbles. Yeah. I think that that's the other Maybe thing that's always that. happening as well is like when people are arguing there's there's two types of people. Like I think that there's like someone who really actually wants to get their point across. And then there is just people like me that just like arguing. <laughs> and you're never going to be, you're never going to convince should, those people. They just enjoy the activity. I, I think I would have made a sick lawyer. No, you know well, what? Well, comedians actually, there's a lot of law. Crossover. Uh, yeah, law com- comedy crossover. There is. Yeah. And it's because there's, well, all of them, politicians, anything to do with oratory. Yeah. There's a lot of crossover between all of those things. Yeah. Which is weird because like, I don't, I don't understand... And like, because your 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 comedy isn't your comedy isn't really an argument. I suppose it is an argument uh, in the sense that, like, if you're if you're putting forward a point of I'm view, that is pointing, an argument. Yeah, I'm putting forward points of view. Yeah, you you have to, right? Yeah. But it's like there's a. I suppose it's just yeah, it's just different types. It's and not d- yeah, it's not an aggressive of style of combative comedy. Mm. It's ch- it's ch- compared to what it was at the start. It's probably got a, f- a few more of those elements, but. It's nothing compared to some of the other guys out there. So you're less chill now. Do you think that that is a result of being on the net for so long? Um, because I, dude, it's becoming more alpha. <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's? Do you think that it has changed your personality? It's as, true. Yeah, it's, as mm. you get older, mm. you care less. <laughs> yeah. If a few people in the audience don't like you, I was very, uh, I was very much of the school of thought that you got to, you got to make everyone laugh. When I started, don't offend people, make everyone laugh. And now, I still, I don't it has see the, the point of getting, effect. I don't see the point of getting up there and, and just offending an entire audience. And then all these other comedians are like, whoa, he just spoke his mind. He's such a genius. No. Yeah. But I, did it I, but if laughs. you if you you know if you if you're offending twenty percent of the audience, and eighty percent are really with you, that's really powerful comedy and yeah, a really exactly. powerful opinion yeah. and perspective. And also, 
I will add this. Light and shade. I think that the thing is, I, I find it really tiring when you're just in a stand-up show and the comedian is just being offensive with every joke. It gets old. I think it's just kind of like another colour mm. on your paint. Uh, like on your, on your on you know what I'm talking about, the, the thing, the canvas. <laughs> just is another colour on your canvas. Man, going back to uh, thinking about the, the president of the United States, he uses humour very well in the debates. Yeah. And on Twitter, he's a funny guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's really effective. And you know what I think? I, I was thinking about this heaps ever since we talked about it. Mm. You know what it is? It is because he's walking Twitter. Like, he is never, he never loses his cool. I've never seen him in an argument get, like, staunched up or defensive. I think he no, just kind of, no. again, like, just likes the to and fro of it and kind of enjoys it when someone actually jabs him well. He'll kind of just pay it. and yeah. He's thinking about it in a different way than other people. I think that... He's come from a very different background. The business world and and especially his kind of business that he was doing in the 80s and 90s and all, the, all his marketing and reality TV. He's accustomed to being that showman. So all the other politicians yeah. were not used to that. Yeah. Politicians see it as like a platform and yeah. he sees it as a show. Yeah, they see it as, as, as mm. uh, you know, highly regarded civil debates, whereas he just sees it as a chance to get some attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. It really worked. Like, he's a fun... No one can, I, even if you hate the guy, you, he is funny. Oh, I think he's, oh, he's the funniest the, man. The, the funniest line here, I might have mentioned this in a previous podcast, but still to this day, I'll watch the highlight and laugh. When he was at the Republican debates with um with Rand Paul, and Rand Paul was saying, um, is this really the man we want in the White House? I mean, he's insulting people based on their height and their looks. I feel like I'm back in junior high. And then Trump was like, okay, can I respond? Can I respond to that? And he's like, I've never insulted him on his looks and believe me there's plenty of subject yeah. matter there <laughs> <gasps> yeah that was it's such a good it's call. one of the top 10 yeah, what a was, roast <laughs> it was good that's my number one that's better it, the, the low energy thing is funny but that was just that's so funny yeah well he's you know what it is as well basically i think i think the reason that he is really funny is because Everything that he says is either an insult or him bragging about himself. <laughs> he's a character. <laughs> it's, he's like a character actor. <laughs> so, like... He's, he's transcended any moral standard. You can't, like, you've got nothing on him anymore. No. Because any, 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 anything that you, people want to criticise him for that any other politician could, would have probably almost definitely lost their job for... It's just Trump, for whatever reason. That's just become his shtick. Mm. Uh, yeah, look, that's that's definitely a component to arguing, I think, that is extremely overlooked. What If you were to debate Trump, what would, what would be your strategy going into it? Assuming he's at his charismatic best. He gets, you know what? He gets really insecure when you insult him about his wealth and when you insult him about looks and girls and things like that. He's that kind of guy. Does he? 
Yeah, because uh, just recently, Mike uh, Bloomberg was running ads where they were saying he's not actually. He says he's six foot three or something, and they say no, he's actually five eleven. And they post a photo of him, a very unflattering photo of him, at his golf uh, at his golf course, looking extremely obese. And he just had this barrage of tweets going against Michael Bloomberg, calling him Mini Mike, saying he needs a platform to stand on. So I don't know if he was actually triggered by that or if he just loves the argument. But he did he did seem like he got a bit upset about that. I think you know if, what? if that he criticized his wealth, because if if you if you went up to him and just laughed about how he's not actually worth how much he says he is, I feel like stuff like that would actually get under his nerves. And he's always he prides himself on being the big macho alpha man. He's a 74-year-old obese guy. Yeah. Like, how macho can you be? Yeah, true. So, those would be... Yeah, well, if not I were to debate him, I'd, I'd like, go at his wealth and his masculinity. Because has anyone ever, I... like... Has anyone fought fire with fire against him? They haven't, have they? Because he's always in the realm of politicians. Yeah. And politicians are always just saying, like, you know, the, the same things of just being, like, he's a liar, he's a dangerous man. Like, it's mm. always just, like... There's no fun element to mm, you it. You got to get in the into the. You got to get low jabs, with him. Jabs. You got to get low with him. Biden did a little bit. I think he was saying I'd beat the crap out of him, or, but that's nothing. I mean, then Trump responded saying, "Oh, we'll see how that goes, Joe," or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like he's just the working class Joe at the bar that's just going to insult you about everything. Yeah. And, and then, but the other thing is, like, he does dice in after that, though. This is what I'm saying is, like, it's it's an extremely effective tactic that most people don't use. And this is, like, the constant attack that I always get on Reddit all the time of just being like, ooh, he just goes after the personal. It works. That's the whole point. It's just, like, people like those jabs. They might not like to admit it, but they do. But the thing is that on yeah, top of that, he's not just humans. doing that. But the thing is everyone remembers those points, uh. right? But he also talks about trade. He'll also talk about the economy. Like, he, he does say those points as well. Hmm. It's just he, like, puts some flavor to it. Yeah. Look, he's an effective uh, arguer. Yeah. Whether you like him or not, it's... <laughs> He's funny and he's very effective. He was extremely effective in those debates. And you know what else as well I'll say? Even when I'm talking to people my parents' age and they'll just say like, he's so awful. But you know what happens? While they're saying that, they're reciting things that he said and they're smiling. So they, like, mm. they can say that they hate him. Deep but down. the body language doesn't show that. Yeah. There's not actual like an actual resentment there. There's kind of just like a, you know what it is? It is alpha as fuck. That is that is the way that like you know alphas go through the world of kind of like just like people smiling at them, just being like, what an asshole. Uh, it's that kind of a thing. He's cocky. Yes no, yeah, he's that cocky style. You could call it alpha, but I don't know. I think the the. The you know the quietly spoken warrior who who just is doesn't need to get into those jabs is the true alpha. What like that Japanese yakuza man? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Dude, people but like that's that. a different type of alpha. Like yeah, I, but I would put that alpha above the Trump stuff. Trump is like the American the American ideal of alpha. Well, look, I'm saying tr- look that small Japanese man that doesn't do anything, but you know it's going to be good when he does. The samurai, that's, a, that's an alpha. Samurai, yeah, they are alpha, yeah. but they're not the ones that get laid a lot. 
The ones that get laid a lot are the cocky ones. It's just like, what's your name, baby? I already forget it. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're all having fun, right? Like, yeah. those guys get laid. So it just depends on what you're saying is like the, you know, alpha in that context or whatever. But I think like socially, like a so, dude, that Yakuza guy is never going to be the life of the party. People are just going to be kind of weirded okay, out and yeah. scared. We, all right, of if we talk about a social situation, definitely uh, the, yeah, the charismatic cocky. Which is Trump. Charismatic cocky, man, to the point where people see you as a character. That's actually really effective. Yeah. Because then, then, you, then you're not in the realm of... You're not, you're not taking... The same standard of decorum doesn't apply to you because no. you're just seen as a character. Yeah. So you're that guy in the friend group who, oh, he's always going to say something racist because that's <laughs> yeah, just what that's he true. does. Yeah. So if you just back yourself to that extent, that can be very... That's effective. Just be unapologetic with who you are. Mm. That... That's effective in an argument. Because, dude, I don't mm. think that when it comes to social media, there is any point thinking about how to change people's minds. I think that that's exactly... It's the Trump method, and it's the Bernie Sanders method. It's just this thing of, like, getting everyone that agrees with you around you and just outnumbering. Yeah, okay. That's the way that you win arguments. It's kind of just that tyranny of majority thing. And... But then, how do you get? But so is that assuming that you, that's assuming that you already have the majority? Hmm. Because if you just want to corral everyone and and or you need to already have the majority to then win that argument. Yeah, but the thing is, look, what you what you're trying to do is just like effectively enact leadership online. Hmm. You're supposed to just be saying that like you know I'm an authority on this subject, and the thing is, the majority of the people will start circulating around you yeah. if you're actually selling something of value mm -hmm. right so the thing is like when you're engaging in arguments i think that what you should be doing is never ever think uh, because that's what i do i never think about arguing to the actual person or like trying to change that person's mind that never crossed my mind as even a possibility i'm always thinking about the wider audience i'm always thinking about like you know would the majority of people agree with my point and then if the majority of people don't agree with my... It's, it's just dem democracy in action, right? That's interesting. It's democracy in action. Because, look, maybe maybe you were like, you know... I, 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 I have no idea what the like the, the breakdown of it was because I just don't look at those uh, uh, arguments, right? But, like, say that with the incel thing... And it's the same thing when I talk about the incels, right? Like, it has a lower dislike ratio. I mean, so it has a higher dislike ratio than normal. But it's... Dude... It's just because normally, because if you're not talking about like red hot topics, most people aren't going to get like out of their way to get offended or whatever. But mm. like still, dude, even if like 51% of the population agrees with you, that's a win. All right. Well, the next question then, how do you sift through uh, the cesspool of hate comments on social media and find the ones that are actually constructive and take them on board? Or do you just say the majority of them are going to, are just not worth reading? Well, that's what Chomsky's always talking about with his arguments because they, he takes it to the next level. And I, I will have to reread that because he talks about it. But there's just like a, there is an academic way of breaking down what argument is useful and what isn't, or what criticism is useful and what criticism isn't. And there's like a criteria checklist that, well, it's not even a book. Like, it's kind of just like a, a fact sheet, sort of. Like, okay. it's just like that little amount of information that you can just be like, you know, is this a personal attack? 
Yes. Okay. So then like the argument is instantly not like it might be useful as what we're talking about with the Trump thing. Right. But that's Mm -hmm. not like actual like criticism. I mean, maybe if you're just like, you know, I don't know, like uh, personally attacking Trump. Well, like Trump personally attacks other people and like that, that has an effect in that it, uh, is kind of charismatic and funny and like will make people pay sure. attention. Yeah, yeah. But in terms of like constructive criticism, it's not really constructive, right? Mm. So that's the difference, right? So like you can just instantly swipe that off. Then the other thing is like, dude, most of the arguments that I get is this. Do your research, okay? What research have you done? I've seen a YouTube video. But I've done like two weeks of reading on the subject and I've read a bunch of academic papers on it. Like yeah. it's not the same quality of research. So that's instantly stricken out. Sure. Then you have people saying like, this is my source. You got this fact wrong. That's actually constructive. Yeah. Yeah. But there's so little of that. Most of what you get online, because most people are stupid. It's just, it's it's just crap. It's crap. And it's mostly generalizations. This is the other thing. Like it's never specific. It's never like this little thing here is wrong. It's always just like, you know, you're a soy boy. Any proof of that? Do, do I drink soy at all? Fuck you. <laughs> That's the response, right? It's and like and, and it's lazy. It's really lazy. It's like you didn't even think of you didn't even think of a, a an original personal insult. This is just some cut copy bullshit that you've heard a million times over on 4chan. It's old. So there's all of instantly you can dismiss all of that. It's sad. The soy it's boy sad. Thing, really. I mean. Because it's done. You look at them. They're never. It's never like a jacked alpha male calling another and guy a soy, a soy boy. boy. It's 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 a neck beard. Yeah. Or it's someone who you can tell has just eaten a lot of McDonald's, and just has that kind of. Or um, they've, or they've I, consumed, I come from casino look. Yeah, they've consumed way too many of the Alex Jones. Uh, you know those like male caveman drinks or whatever. Yeah. That he sells. They've just consumed so many of them. Bone broth. Oh, my man. That. <laughs> Closing your eyes as you hear that. It's a cartoon voice. Um, yeah. I think that, yeah, when, when uh, in arguing, though, did anybody, when just going back to that one, I guess because it's just like a good case study, right? Mm. Was anybody able to cite anything of what you specifically got wrong? How many of those comments did that or was it always just like there's so many things you got wrong i can't even begin there were a few messages there was a variety somewhere and it's lying in between that right and so i can guarantee you you can strike away most of them instantly because none of them are just saying like you know like according to the henderson study of 1972 there's hasn't been a very new topic so it hasn't really been yeah true is it i cited the phenomenon, well, the name incel, yeah. That's that's new. But, like, is the phenomenon Actually, of just, like, guys not getting laid? No. New? no that's, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that's been before Homo sapiens. That's existed. Yeah. Um, but I was citing, you know, and, and, and look, I don't want to just, I'm not uh, extrapolating just from that uh, experience I had. I, I, I've also, like I said, it, for some reason... When you talk seriously as yourself, as we're doing on this podcast, and you post clips of that online, it's people just think that it's so much more open to criticism and really like irate criticism as well. Whereas 
I express these same views more often than not in my videos. If anything, I go way further with them. And I'm more combative, even though I'm not that entirely combative person in the videos. But through comedy, people are less likely to um, come at you with those specific criticisms. Yeah, because it's a cushioner. That just makes you think how it makes you realize how powerful comedy and satire is. Oh yeah, well, I mean, look, that just goes back to the ancient. I mean, like the medieval times, where mm. like the, the jest was the only one that could criticize the king, and it is because of that. Because it's, it's because like if you if you make someone laugh, then because the thing about and that's what I'm saying with all of these arguments. And they would right? seem it's like emotional. an idiot. They would seem like an idiot. They would they would seem uh, especially emotional if they're trying to criticize a comedian. Because mm. imagine the group, the group dynamic there. What are you doing criticizing the funny guy? He's just a funny guy. Yeah. You can really the fly under the radar of, as the funny guy. It was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a, just a joke, guys. Yeah. When it, when it probably, look, yes, it was a joke, but it had a lot more nuance to it. Yeah. And on top of that, what people also don't understand, I think, is that the joke landed because it was kind of true. Because I do Absolutely. think that those things are just Absolutely. inextricable. This, this, this is the other thing that I always get as, an, as a... As a uh, uh, like a criticism is just like you're a comedian. Um, therefore, like you know, you, you oh, can't, therefore like, you can't comment on serious issues. You can't. You can't comment on serious ah. issues. But the thing is, this is what they don't understand. Like the whole job of a comedian is to tell the truth. Yeah. And if you don't tell the comedian. truth in an effective way, you don't have a job. I think that it's like it's, it's kind of like if you're if you're like if you're ch- fuck Jesus, I'm gonna have to say this. This is so Oprah. If your truth. <laughs> that um, feels so dirty saying it, but Jordan, like, there is no your truth. There is the truth, <laughs> and there is your opinion. <laughs> you can see me at Turning Point USA. Uh, but, follow me on Twitter. What Kirk? Ch- I was being Ben Charlie Shapiro. Okay. Is he? In, is he in Turning Point? No, is I don't know. I just assume. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's Daily Wire. Uh, it's, yes, that's it. Um, no, but the thing is, that, look, I think that there is a difference between fact and truth. I think that we, when it comes to a truth, because it's that kind of thing of. Because the you truth know, like can a, involve a, a narrative. Truth can involve a narrative. Whereas a fact is just the fact. Straight up. I see some sweating a lot today. I don't know I'm sweating like a pig here. <laughs> why? I'm very hydrated. I'm very hydrated. <laughs> yeah. I've been doing a lot of cardio, that's all. So I don't know. I just sweat a lot now. Sweat back. Yeah, that, that, mm. that does happen. Um, Losing that fat. Is it working? Yeah, I've lost, um, lost about three kilos so far this year. All right. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, Keeping the muscle though, Craig. But yeah, <laughs> shredding. I'm shredding. I'm shredding, bruh. <laughs> but there's nothing to it's shred fun. for anymore now. That's the problem. Not right now. It's all been shut down. Just the likes on Insta. Yeah, of course. Yes, I do want to get one perennial... really ripped photo before I'm 30. Just one, and then I don't care after that. Just get that filter that makes the the shadow. No, no, no. I got to do it properly. But no one on Instagram does it properly. That well, is I can doing put a fil- it I can put like a f- one of those light filters, but I'm not going to actually um, airbrush the photo. Not that 50 anyway. cent shit. <laughs> That's a bit of a segue there. Anyway, go on. Well, now I can't even remember what I was saying. Um, yeah, what were you? Uh, the truth. You were saying your truth. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, see, yeah. Your MySpace joke, for instance. No, your MSN joke. Yeah. You don't have any fact to say that. There's you That's don't have the, you don't have the stats to back up and just being like, no. did you know that uh, I don't know like 
48% of people said NM, you know, like, but the thing is that like it registers with people because they remember that. Yeah. And it, enough people remember it. That's, that's the difference between like truth and like a fact, right? That's what's so effective about your, uh, uh, your videos because you uh, you intertwine political commentary with really hilarious characters that are just truthful. <laughs> I mean, people just remember that. It sticks in their mind. Well, it's, yeah, it's, you it's really like, got that market down pat. Like, well done. <laughs> it's the best way to get the message across because, man... No you, other political commentator can compete with that in Australia. No, exactly. No, they can't. In the world. I, don't, I mean, there's probably there's like, some others in the world. You know what? There like, was like Jon Stewart and Bill Maher. That was it. And then I think the rest of them are kind of hacks because they're all just like... They all just like learnt under John Stewart. Even which, they don't. They don't do char- character comedy in the way you do. That's true. That's true. And I think that look, yeah, I, Sasha Baron Cohen with his latest show that was that was good. Yeah, but he's not really making. I mean, there's like a flavor true. of politics, but you know why? Because politics at the moment is kind of trendy. But it's not like he's not. He's not really making political commentary. It's more uh, cultural. It's it's more cultural, but it's just like politics yeah, okay. is culture at the okay. moment. He's not making an argument, but he's making one side. He's making certain sides look particularly stupid. Yeah. Therefore, he is. Uh, it's a win for the other side. Yeah. And I think you know what? In general, that is where humor really lies. It doesn't really lie in politics. You know what I will say though? I will say the politicians again because they kind of have to cross over. Really smart politicians are really funny. And well, it would just be another effective tool in their arsenal when they get into debates and in the hustle and bustle of Canberra or DC. It, it would just be so much more effective. Exactly. But I think, yeah, the, the, the actual humor, humor really lies in cultural... Uh, it, yeah, humor lies in, in the cultural realm. And I think that that's like why when you're saying it, yeah. Um, and you're kind of just saying it like, a, and, you, and you're just relaying the facts or whatever. Obviously, that's just going to be more combative. Um, when you're when you're kind of just like lacing it with characters, the fact that it's kind of just like it's 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 doing this thing in your brain where you're sitting there and registering all the like you, you're tr- you're you're just being like, yeah, he might not be right about that, but he's definitely right about that. Like wogs do like to lift that that. <laughs> <laughs> so like, must be right they are, about the other thing they, or not even they must be right about the other thing huh. that like I agree with some of the things that you're saying you become yeah, so a little got a more like start. you got a head start and you become more relatable to that person interesting yeah yeah I mean well done you've really carved out that better than anyone else I've seen yeah well like because I've just been honing that one thing but like dude, you're using the same tool everyone is Everyone in our... Well, actually, no. No one's really doing, like, characters except for us, I guess. But we are all just making, like, those kind of cultural observations which makes the yeah. rest of what you're saying more palatable. But it depends on, like, the, yeah. the degree of how yeah. controversial what you're saying is. That's true. That stuff. Yeah. This, <laughs> this is the book I just, like... Uh, masturbating each other right now. <laughs> it's like we're both great. Well, there's always we? a good five minutes of that <laughs> if you're a new listener. Um, all right, we're getting to the. Uh, by the way, we're we're strictly timing all our podcasts to an hour now. We just think that's the most effective length. Are we? I didn't know that, but there we go. Okay. Uh, 
I have no stats to back that up. It's just my editor. <laughs> a lot easier, so whatever. Um, well, do you have any? Do you have any like closing remarks on still, arguing look, still online? Got, uh, no, uh, it's it's just a. I think that's the. I don't do it. I don't. I sometimes I'll have a I'll I'll have a retort here and there, but I can't remember the last time I got into a long-winded uh, uh, argument with someone which which had multiple comments and multiple responses. I haven't done that for years. Mm. Actually, you know what? When um when that Korean boy band, what are they called? The really B- B- uh is it BTS? Mm. They Alex Williamson did a tweet or something about them, and that whole BTS army came after him, found all his old videos, tried to get him cancelled, and I was like, "What are you gonna get him cancelled from? Performing at a, a like a, a theater? I mean, what are you gonna do? Yeah, what what's going on there? That's when I actually started Never getting in a... arguments with people. Why? I don't know. I just felt like I was backing up. When it's a mate, I'm like, you you, you got to stand up for the boys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what were you saying? Were well, you they were just like, saying ramen noodles no, are overrated. <laughs> they were just—I <laughs> uh, should have. Uh, they were just calling him racist and and you know your typical uh, ad hominem attacks. And so I was just trying to—I was arguing against that. I was saying he is making fun of the people with those traits by portraying that character in a comedic light. That didn't get through, did it? Because I cannot imagine BTS's audience being particularly critical. No, no, of course it didn't get through. And that's, again, like you don't ever win an argument online. Maybe if there are onlookers, if there are people reading the the comment section, you can win some people over. Yeah. But But in general, I just just, think that if you're ever going to be arguing online, you should just be coming at it from the frame of... Which is gross because there's the look. It is a bad trait of mine of just liking it. Yeah, personally attack them. Absolutely, go nuts. But I think that like if if you're going to be doing it, which I I've learned not to do because it's just like I should be doing more productive things. But I just I do like it. It's a gross like it. It's a uh, it's a guilty pleasure of mine. Mm. Just just always come at it from the angle of like you're just there to have fun. You're there to like test yeah, what true. you know about the subject. You're not there to try and convince someone of something. That's true because you've done your you've done your two weeks of research and put all your uh, primary intellectual efforts into creating that video. So now it's just fun for you to get into this foray, right? Yeah. Okay. I think I that's the way that. to see it. Yeah. And then like and on the on the uh, on the on the positive of that, like I think, you know what else I do like about this as well is because what happens to me, because this, this is where my content kind of lies, is that if somebody says, like, okay, for instance, like a really good example is the constant thing that I get of like Greens voters just saying that, um, you know, like Labor doesn't have as good of a carbon policy as the Greens do. And like arguing with one of them to see where the argument goes and if your argument stacks up or their argument stacks up. And then now as a result of that, I'm just doing a video on it. So it's giving me content. So that's also the way that I kind of see it as. I'm just kind of like mining things out of it. And dude, you know what? Look, you might not think that you're doing that, but you are. Like just the fact that you started making fun of the, oh, did I offend you? Oh, Cheryl, Cheryl, can, can we just talk kind of... Dude, underrated you got video, that. by the way. I thought so. I loved that. I video. think I think it'll become more. Re- I, I, not to blow my own horn here, but I always come up with these cultural opinions 
two or three years before they become mainstream. Like with, you know, when I made Modern Education, no one was, no one in Australia was really talking about, you know, things like SJW and Lefty and things like that were not in the cultural conversation to yeah. the extent that they yeah. are now. Yeah. So I really do think they're the next. They are the next. They already are. They're the, they're the SJWs now. But you know what? The else SJWs as well? still do exist, and I still do get some of that. And they're just still just as annoying. But, but dude, it's been said, like we we even a lot. It's of- not a, it's not a popular opinion anymore. It's like what you were saying before. It's like I remember there was a time in like 2016 and 2017 where this was kind of like it, it was it, it might not have been a popular opinion, but it kind of would have just been like I like Tame Impala. Like it was like it was one below being popular opinion, right? Yeah, like it was, yeah, like, yeah. It was an indie opinion. Yeah, but I think now like. It's it's actually just this like hardcore contingency, dude. It's like the same thing as people just being like, oh, "I'm a communist." Like it's like, I guess those people exist, but like, are they mainstream? Like they they're, yeah. they're dead. They're yeah. dead, cause, and it's because of like you know they kind of just got laughed away because of how ridiculous <laughs> it was. It. So, like the trend died. Comedy uh, was very effective at killing yeah. them, <laughs> yeah. killing their yeah. cultural significance anyway. Yeah, and I think that will be now with. And you just see it now, like with all those people that actually I used to watch a lot of them three, four years ago and thought, oh, yeah, I agree with that. I like that. He destroyed that feminist. Good on him. And sometimes I still find that content funny. Don't get me wrong. It's always funny to like destroy a feminist. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but now it's just that they are so they're not self-aware. The people, the people arguing it. Yeah, they've become the exact thing that they've... Uh, they they are just a reverse SJW. But do you know why I don't think it's going to catch on as well as the other one would? Because th- th- that generation, that that person, the the demographic is a little bit older. The demographic of person that's is just it? like you're a shoy boy. Is it? Don't you reckon they're like in their thirties and shit? And they're know, forty. I don't know, Dude, man. I see like heaps There's of, a lot boomers of boomers that are yeah. always like, yeah, yeah, fuck you, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. That's the meme now, isn't it? The boomer with like the sunglasses in their profile picture and a truck as their as their cover photo. It's a fact. That's the that other... is not a truth. That is a fact. If you're getting angry at people being offended and, and saying that everyone's emotional, anger is an emotion. Yeah. You're getting it's you know what was a turning a turning point for me was do you remember the Gillette ad? Yeah. And how offended the the other yeah, side got at yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I hated the. It was a shit ad. Don't yeah, get me wrong. Yeah. It was really cringeworthy, and I disagree with the message as well. But just how offended people got. Did they not see the irony there? <laughs> I mean, they're, they're literally that their whole ethos has been calling out outrage culture, and they're getting extremely outraged at an ad. Don't buy if it if you hated that much, in the same way. Like if you don't like comedian, don't go to the show. Don't buy a Gillette razor. And their bottom line will suffer, which it did actually. From what I heard, it suffered. Yeah, a lot. it was like a seven billion dollar. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wow, terrible marketing decision there. My God, I know. You go woke, you go broke. And dude, that's you know true. what else? I bet that's true. It's true, but I bet you no one was fired for it. It would have been one of those things that just went throughout the hierarchy, and they would just be like, "Well, we'll just do some focus groups on it," and everyone kept their job. But yeah, wow, um, that's that's really that's really it's just dark, isn't it? That. People in the upper echelons of the corporate world are never actually held accountable because they don't do anything. They That's from, why they go from making nine hundred thousand dollars a year to seven fifty. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> no, but then yeah, seven fifty. But like they get you know a million dollars in shares. 
That's usually what happens. Yeah, they got a retrenchment, a retrenchment package or something. Yeah, know. like that, that's definitely like the crux of it. But like, I guess, dude, just to wrap it up, yeah, like that's another the thing argument. is that like, man, that that's why that argument, like sometimes I get into it, I guess. But I just think that there's no point at this point anymore because, like, I think it's just moved on. But I just find the argument of, like, SJWs and anti-SJWs it's just really narcissistic. Sure, and it's just reductive. It just it belittles the whole political discussion to these, like, really lame talking points. Lame talking points. And I agree. Uh, look, ultimately, I, I'll just conclude on some final remarks as well. I agree with a lot of the things they say. I just think there's a lot more uh, complexity that needs to come with the discussion. If they're like, yeah, communism is bad. Like, yeah. Like, I, that's... It's like, it's, just, it's, like, it's sure. such a stupid... Yeah, it's... Um, there are only two genders. I mean, there's a there's a, there's a a discussion to be had there, but yeah, like, I don't... The, the, the gender thing, ultimately, yeah, I guess I'm on that side, but I also can see that the other side isn't... is is They're separating biological sex and gender, so they're not arguing on the same plane there. But, like... I, mean, I didn't even think about that. They're having two different arguments. Yeah, yeah. They're having two different arguments. Yeah, these guys are saying there's only two genders. And they say, well, do you have a dick or a vagina? And like, That's not what the other side is saying. The other side is saying that uh, you have your biological sex and then gender is on a spectrum, which is based on there's a, fe- uh, 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 you know, feminine, um, feminine characteristics and masculine characteristics. And then we're all on a spectrum there. Which, yeah, look, that makes sense, but it's just so... It just seems pointless to do that and to have these, like, 70-plus And you know what else? This genders. seems really important. Just say well. you're a tomboy. Like, is that so hard? <laughs> like, what's the, or just say you're a sensitive guy. Like, what's the big deal? Does it really affect your identity and that much? I mean, like, red-hot truth. Yeah, now, I'm co- now, they're, now they're like, oh, good, do more yeah, of that, Neil. Real Neil. We like you now, Neil. <laughs> Neil so, it's confusing now for them, isn't it? <laughs> the whole podcast insulting me, but it... it's so good. Yeah, <laughs> he just anyway. said they should be tomboys, but he's also got stoner hair. I don't know where to categorize. He's him. also yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got long hair. <laughs> well, I guess dude, okay. we, we better we better wrap we up. Will. We will. Yeah. I didn't know that we had to keep it to an hour, but all right. Um, we don't yeah. strictly have to, but we, we, we often just kind of go in circles anyway with a lot of them. So I think it's good to uh, have a time blur there. Yeah, thank you for listening to the circles. Yes. Uh, thank you for listening. Subscribe if you haven't. Jordan's got a few shows. on. Uh, you know what? Next podcast, we'll do an announcement at the start of the podcast while everyone's still listening about the shows. Cheers. But we both have shows on sale. Thanks, yep. guys. Thank you.